Hello, welcome to this uh, video. Whew, I, I wanted to make a video today because something was telling me to make one. Now, I don't know if I am going to discuss everything I want to talk about because I pressed for time. But yeah, let's get into the team. Something is telling me to discuss having, you know, all types of fillers for the motherfucking Instagram. Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. So, we're going to talk about that. So, I have to be careful with what I say during this conversation we're having because this type of conversation is not specifically about me. Because I, like I said in my um, my other video I did for Vindictive Victorious, like, bitch, I have pimples on my face. And I sweat. Like, I don't use concealer. I don't wear makeup. Which would hide my pimples. And I also, and I also don't have Botox in my fucking forehead. Like, but do y'all see, that's what I'm trying to say with this conversation. Like, I have to be careful with what I say in this conversation because... It may offend people. So, I have to be very careful with, with, with the words I use and the choices in the words that I make. So, so, I, I just, I really, I really feel like Instagram fillers are, well, yeah, I really, like, having to go through all that fucking, like, oh, pick a filler. They got, like, 65 fucking fillers on Instagram. Oh, the fucking, let's, let's make a name. I'm still name old. I forget all, of, all the real Instagram filler names. Let's make a name for this bitch. Oh, the Green Acres filler, where it makes your whole face green. Like, and y'all really want to post that shit on your face? Why? Then you got this fucking face tune type shit. Where it literally is like, it's, it's, it's really like a recycled version of Photoshop for selfies. It's Photoshop if Photoshop was for just your face and not your, the rest of your body. Like, that type of shit is shit that I do not approve of. Because grew up in the generation that I grew up in, like the mid-2000s, like 2004, 2005, 2006. And even into like 2009 and 2010 because... Darker-skinned black women were uplifted. You know, now, like, even, like, back then, right? Even back then, in the mid-2000s, you had so many positive artists, like Nelly Furtado. You had, um... You had Lily Allen. You had, uh... Let me think. There, there were so many. You had Lauren Hill. You had, um... Erica Badu, even though, you know, now she's a little mentally off, but girl, that's a whole different conversation. You had... Mm. Who else? Who else? Who else? You even had Ellie Golden. You had Florence and the Machine, who I still love to this day, which I just bought their album Highest Hope when after the week came out the week it came out in 2018. Girl, almost every song on that album was Bob. But uh yeah. Oh, and here's the thing too. Peyton do y'all remember my friend Peyton from years ago? Peyton hated the fact that I would play two songs off of Highest Hope 
one's called Grace and the other's called The End of Love. I think I think those songs go together in the, tra in the track list, but I don't remember. I don't remember. But, yeah, Peyton and my mom hated that I played those songs. And I'm like, why are y'all so offended? If I want to play those songs, I can play those songs. Bitch, they make me feel happy. They make me... Uh, they make they make me feel grounded with who the fuck I am. So if y'all are offended by my presence, then that's something that y'all need to work on separately, not not collectively, but separately. Because if y'all were to work on your shit separately, well, if y'all were to work on your shit collectively as a whole, then that would lead to some very dark and dangerous places. Which and that was that is not something I need to be there for because I'm trying to work on my spirituality, my you know, my mentality, my emotional, my emotions, and just my overall sense of self and self-esteem, my overall sense of self and self-esteem, and, you know, self-worth, all that. But the problem with that was, by being around this with Peyton, by being around Peyton for so long, I lost sight of, probably, I probably lost sight of who the fuck I was before I met her, and by being around Kayla, I lost who the fuck I was with being around Kayla. And by Tim, I lost who the fuck I was before I was around Tim. And by John, I lost sight of who the fuck I was before I even met John to begin with. Do y'all see that pattern? I lost sight of who I was gradually with every passing person I met. I think a lot of people, a lot of people, but more particularly, more particularly, more women, a lot of women go through that in life. And I think a lot of men need to need to speak up about their experiences with, uh, you know, losing themselves and identity cri identity crises. Because the more you lose yourself, the much faster you'll have an identity crisis. And people love to uh, people love to glorify that in the in movies and you know, commercials we watch, but bitch, that is, that is a real thing, like, y'all don't see that, like, I went through that in my abusive relationships, bitch, I almost married the person who literally almost damn near killed me, like, it's a whole fucking thing, I'm just gonna twist Did this shit stick together? Oh my god. This shit tastes like ass. I'm sorry. This shit really does taste like... Can y'all see inside this fucking bottle? Let me see. It's called Orgain. O-R-G-A-I-N. Organic Nutrition. This shit. I shook this bitch because... That shit said, All-in-One Nutritional Shake. So I shook this bitch because when I first opened her... Now this is unusual for me. When I first opened the bottle, because this story doesn't happen, but today, like this morning when I opened the bottle, this shit, it had like fucking pieces of fucking chocolate and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is in here? So then, I looked, after I looked inside the top, I, I saw the words, all in one nutritional shake. And I shook that bitch and I opened her back up again. Do you know that bitch tasted like a bunch of fucking... It, like, it looked like, y'all know how brown beans, when y'all eat beans, like brown beans, it looked like a bunch of brown beans, but in the form of a, of a protein drink. Like, that shit was nasty. I had to shit, I had to sit that bitch down. I had to sit that bitch down because it was like, I, I, I almost wanted to throw up.
truly, honestly, and truly, I want to throw up. So, but yeah, so I think a lot of more men need to speak up on, you know, going through identity crises in their lives and, you know, even just them being abused and experiencing domestic violence, you know, uh, even sexual abuse. I, don't, I find even in 2020, a lot of men do not speak up on their experiences with well, being raped and molested. Well, but even though molested is a fancy word for a child who was raped, but girl, we're not going to get to that. But, you know, I find that men, when they speak up about genuine issues they have, they are not validated. And I mean straight men. Straight men specifically. Gay men are it it, it happens differently with straight men than there's a gay man. Because with straight men with straight men, you know, they are the majority. Oh crap, I'm gonna Okay. Yeah, it happens with straight men because with straight men they're looked at as, you know, oh, you know, like, women, like, straight women be glamorizing the fuck out of them. And I think that a lot of straight men focus on, you know, women objectifying them, really. When really the fight is for men to speak up against women objectifying them. And then, girl, I can see it now. I can see it. Now, I can see it now. If men were to speak up about uh, about women objectifying them and how it makes them feel, which is something I think needs to be talked about too. If men were to speak up about that and talk about that too, then all the fucking women in the world would speak up and say, "Oh, you know, y- y'all are misogynist. Y'all, that's misogyny." No, bitch. It's not misogyny. So, if y'all can fucking speak about being raped and being abused and being sodomized and this and that for... Excuse me. If y'all can speak about all that shit. If y'all can speak about about women's rights. If y'all can speak up for gay men. How are straight men any different? Why can't y'all speak up about having rights for straight men and having straight men's stories be validated, bitch? We, 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 as, as men in the world, and I think it's a very small percentage of men who do this. Men love to say, oh, her story needs to be told. Her story needs to be told. No, girl. No. All that time men have spent, men have taken to speak up about women's stories and to, to praise women, praise women, praise women, praise women, praise women all these years and decades and since the beginning of fucking time. Girl, why haven't we uplifted men's stories that are not, that are not told? Why haven't we uplifted men's stories that are not told in the news, that are not told in the media, that are not told in you know in our everyday lives? And until y'all find a man who has spoken up about that shit in the past, who is a straight man, I'll wait. Like, because you're not going to find one. Like, you're not going to find one. It's May 21st, 2020. Today, which is the the day I'm recording this. And you will never find one. You will never find one because, as far as I'm concerned, they're non-existent, bitch. (laughs) Like, the lack of pimples on the rest of my face, bitch, they're non-existent, okay? 
So, it's the same way that you'll find more gay men who speak up about women's stories than straight men. And women love men. Straight women love men. And in that case, I'm speaking of straight women, not lesbians. Straight women love men. So women, I'm saying straight men. Damn. In that case, I'm saying, you know, when I say women in general, I mean straight women. Women love men who, you know, basically they can control and walk all over and mold and fit it and, 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 they, they want to mold the man into what they think the man should be based on their own, like, self-absorbed traits about themselves and what they think women should, what, what they think women should want and what they think men should be, instead of it being the other way around. It needs to be, you know, don't mold the man into what you think he should be. You need to accept the man based on what he is. And what he can bring you and what you can bring him as you two grow together as a couple. Because if one side is using the, you, if one side is using the other, that's abuse. That's narcissistic abuse. That is narcissism to the highest extent, bitch. I know because, which I lived it. I was friends with a narcissist who used to use people. <laughs> bitch, I almost married a narcissist used to use people too. So, girl, I got that. Sh I, I, I actually, actually, here's the third thing. I also dated another narcissist who used to use people that they dated. So, either way you cut the motherfucking cake, it's not necessarily. It, it's. It's not necessarily the type of story where one per when, where one person or the other will emerge victorious unless there is a severe change on either side. When the truth is, had you just walked into the, into the situation, you know, without feeling the need to use someone or abuse someone or manipulate someone or antagonize someone or, you know, or control someone and emotionally abuse someone because that's what control is, emotional abuse. Had you just felt the need to praise the man for who he is, had you just felt the need to uplift the man for doing good work and contributing to the relationship, had you just felt the need to, had you just felt the need to compliment the man for being who he is and, and standing strong in who he is, that shit that you do, now I'm, I'm speaking for women in general, that shit that you do to him would not be right. And when I have had conversations about this in the past, I have been ridiculed. I have been cursed out. Like, I have low-key been controlled by the, by the women who actually do these things that I'm telling y'all not to do. Like, I remember I was in high school and I had a, conversa a conversation with a friend who I was friends with at the time. And I had to cut this bitch off because of this conversation I'm, I'm about to tell y'all about. So... I was in my junior year English class. Now, I'm 23 years old. Turning 24, August 25th, 2020. Um, and when I was in my junior year, I was, probably, I was maybe 15, turning 16 or 16 already. But when I was 16, 
Let's say 16. When I was 16, I knew this girl. Her name was... What the fuck is her name? I think her name was Amira. Why does that name sound like that was her name? Even if it wasn't her name? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's, let's say her name was Amira. And that may not be a real name, but I don't know. So let's say her name was Amira. She was a short black girl about my height. She had long hair, which I think was it, which I think was a weave. So already that's one strike. So we were talking about, you know, uh, is it gender roles? It wasn't gender roles because that's like who cooks and who cleans and all that. That's more, you know, in the maintain in the maintenance of the house. We were talking about, you know. Equal rights between two, uh, between a couple, between a couple in a relationship, right? And I and I remember I told her basically that a relationship is is equal, like where the man and the woman, or the man and the man, or, or whichever way you put the cake. Both people in in the relationship, both parties in the relationship, are equal to each other. This girl gonna come to you and say. Oh no! I run the relationship. I run the relationship. I, like, and I'm like, I'm like, girl, were you abused as a child by a man? Like, were you beaten, raped? Like, were you did something? Like, were you were you bullied by someone you knew who was a man? Like, were you like what the fuck went on to where you felt like men? Are below you because I already like it. I knew it in my head at the time, but I did not have the words to say what that was. And she was abusive, and probably still is because I haven't spoken to her since high school. But knowing that at the time, without even knowing the words to say it, I knew she was abusive. In today's time, she'd be classified as an abuser. And I feel sorry for her children if she ever so chooses to have children. And, you know, I think that women who grow up with that mindset at seven, at like 17 years old, which is, what, which is the age that she was when I spoke to her, women who grow up with that mindset at, seven, at 17 years old grow into me adults who become abusive adults. Mothers who become abusive towards their children. Next thing you know, this, this, her child got Munchausen's because she made him, him or her the patient, the quote unquote patient, sending him to all the all different types of motherfucking psychiatrists, all different types of doctors, all different types of you know um, things to where he has to go to court and fight for his rights and shit. Or you know, she may even do that shit to her husband too. She might. She might. And that's why I feel sorry for her children if she ever so chooses to have children. If it, or, or if she has children now, I don't know. Yeah, or if she has children now, I don't know. But. Yeah. Yeah, but. That's the thing, like, that type of shit is just so fucking deranged, sick, twisted. Like, my sister's like that. 
where she is obsessed with taking control of shit and being in charge, and she has, she had, she has an addiction to power. She's on some Donald Trump type shit. Like she's on some Donald Trump fucking, you know, like fucking control freak vibes. Like, and I only know that because I know she is, and I know how to read people, and I know that when we were children. She used to threaten that I would get osteoporosis if I didn't eat. She used to threaten that, you know, like, that I would because she used to, she was basically alluding to the fact that I was malnourished. She was basically alluding to the fact that, you know, oh, you need to eat vegetables or else you're going to get osteoporosis. Like, because every time she, she would come to America, every six months, she would say to me, the first thing she would do when she told me, are you eating your vegetables? Now, in America, we say vegetables, but, you know, in her, in her half for me to have English accent, in her Jamaican accent, she would say, oh, vegetables, like, if you really knew me, you would actually know that, which I've always had vegetables all my fucking life. <laughs> so, yeah. But, me and her are just two very different people. And she strikes me even as a narcissist and a and maybe a pathological liar and maybe a fucking abuser herself, like maybe a fucking physical abuser herself. Like that's some type of shit that I cannot handle. But yet when this bitch was married to her husband <laughs> when this bitch was married to her husband, Jason Girl she was mad that he was exhibiting Freddie and Jason type of tea. She called me. Now I was sixteen. I was sixteen at the time. She was thirty six years old. She was thirty six years old. Complaining to me. Oh, my husband was throwing shit around. Like my husband was throwing shit around in our house and breaking things around. I'm like, and she was like, I can't have that. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So he is. He is. What's that word? So he is destruct he is destructive when he gets angry at you. And at the same time, you are emotionally abusive toward everyone you see. So to me that reads as you probably said some shit that triggered him and triggered him to break shit. So then you got mad at him when really the problem was you and you are probably a chauvinist who hates men and you think that the man should have to get pregnant. You think that the man should have to do this. The man should have to do that. Girl, that is how my family is towards me. Okay. That's how my cousin is towards me. That's how my aunt is towards me. That's how my mother is towards me. That's how my dad was towards me. That's how my sister is toward me. Obviously, as y'all know, obviously. But that's how my cousins are towards me. That's how every, everyone I know perfectly that I grew up around. That's how they are toward me. That's even how Caleb was toward me. That's even how Peyton was toward me. That's how Tim was toward me. That's how John was toward me. That's how Donovan was toward me. But Donovan ended up being gay. But we're not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> you know. You know. But, yeah. Woo! Oh, my God. This video, I don't even know why I made this video. I just feel like maybe Spirit was telling me to make this fucking video. 
I don't know who this video is going to help or hurt. I don't know if it's going to help hurt anyone. I don't know if it's going to help anyone. If it does hurt anyone, I'm very deeply sorry for triggering something in you that caused me to hurt you indirectly. I made this video to illustrate things that have affected me in my life and how they made me feel in my life. So it is not a personal attack on anyone specifically. It is just a, it really is an attack on myself. And by attack, I mean, you know, a way to acknowledge how I was, you know, wrong in letting people abuse me. Because I was so, uh, I was so desperate to fill the void of feeling silenced by my family and my friends and everyone I had known before I even met these toxic bitches that when they did some fuck shit and blamed me for shit that I didn't, I never did, and shit that I never said, and shit that I did not believe about me or them, shit that what really did, the shit that really they made the fuck up, I let that shit slide and did not say anything, and then all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden that I was bad, that they had to cut me off because I was. Blind to the fact that I did not understand that I needed to speak up when I was feeling wronged and speak up when someone was disrespecting me and speak up to defend my honor and speak up to defend qualities and traits about myself that make me stand out when really, bitch, the person that does not stand out is them. And really, bitch, when the person who does stand out was me the entire time and when, bitch, I really needed to understand that, you know, I was going... I. I have had to go through shit in my life because I'm different than the rest and that, you know, I've had to go through shit that will make me stronger and has to be stronger. But girl, at that time, I was not understanding that or even willing to accept that and was not even willing to, um, was not even willing to, uh, listen to my intuition and instead I was listening to the devil. Bitch, you could say I was listening to Satan Hi sister, hi sister, Shaitan. Sister Shaitan was saying hi sister. <laughs> like James Charles. Hi sister. But, you know, all, all of that, like, like, just kind of like, all of this, all of this, all of this, all of this was not occurring to me at the time. I should have made a gumbo when bitch I really made, you know, when really bitch I was making caviar. Shit that no one asked for. But because I wanted it, I made it. And bitch, because I made it, I I thought it, everyone else would like it. But see, that's me being another bitch. Because I did not have the hindsight to see that, bitch, this shit is going to affect your friendship, friendships in the future. This shit is going to affect how people see you, how people love you, how people understand you and relate to you. Based on one little thing you're doing right now. But instead of, instead of me... Accepting that that was the reality of the situation and that I needed to do something differently at that time by not even passing out the cabaret to begin with. That's a metaphor. By not passing out the cabaret to begin with, I was being a dumbass bitch. I was. I was being a dumbass bitch who did not understand that not everyone is like you. Like my grandmother told me when I was eight years old, she said, Not everyone is like you. And what she failed to tell me was that there are people like me, despite there not being. A whole world of people like me. The only thing I think she did not understand was that I had to find those people who are like me. 
And that is how I failed to listen to my intuition. And that is how I wound up in those relationships. Even, I'm saying friendships are part of relationships too. That is how I wound up in those associations and those relationships. And those associations, those associations, those associations which led to friendships and which led to relationships early on. And even within the last few years of my life too. And I did not realize that those people saw my shadow self. And instead of me protecting and guarding myself based on them seeing my shadow self. Before they could even see my shadow self. And before they could even take advantage of me based on my, my seeing my shadow self. I relented and gave in. Like a parent who has a child who throws a motherfucking tantrum. Instead of letting this bitch go on Dr. Phil and give this bitch the help she motherfucking needs based on Dr. Phil's wise motherfucking advice. When bitch really I was Dr. Phil bitch and these niggas did not see that shit. So they thought they could insult my intelligence. Shout out to, shout out to Dr. Phil. These bitch thought they could insult my intelligence to get what they wanted from me. To get information about my, my relationships out of me. Because that's what they wanted from me all along. They wanted to see me in a relationship. Then tell me to get rid of these niggas. And cut these niggas out of my relationship. Out of my life. They wanted to cut these niggas out of my life. By telling me to cut them out of my life. Yeah. Oh my god. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry about the interruption. My mom needed me for some questioning, but I'm back now. Yeah, so they wanted me to the people that they set me up with, or and, and even people that they thought were toxic for me. Even though they were, even though the people that who wanted me to break up with the people that were toxic for me were actually toxic for me themselves, but they did not want to see that because they don't, they don't like taking accountability for the things that they do and be and act and are. So they wanted to see me single because they wanted me to break up with people they thought were toxic for me, so that the people that are actually toxic for me can see me single while they jump from relationship to relationship to relationship while I am miserable. Like, they low-key want to see me miserable and unhappy because they have a fixated obsession with hating me. They have a fixated obsession with seeing me be miserable. They have a, they, they have a, fixated, they have a fixated obsession. They have a fixated obsession with me being seen as their detriment when really it's the other way around. They are my detriment. They have low self-worth. They have self they have self they have body image issues. They have self-esteem issues. They have self-esteem they have self-esteem issues. They are insecure. They are narcissists. They are borderline personality. They they have borderline personality disorder. They 
are abusers. They are manipulative. They are gaslighters. They are the problem. And girl, that's what I did not understand at the time. And that's what I have come to understand since I no longer know these niggas. And that has made me so much stronger. I've written poem after poem after poem after poem after poem about these people. And I'm tired of it. And I need a change to happen inside of me, by me. But at, well, at the same time, I'm, I feel like I'm low-key evolving. Is that weird? Like, I I think y'all may not see it, Booker. I, I, I kind of feel it. But I, I haven't said anything in a long-ass time. I don't know why. But, you know. You know, I think that, I think that everything I learned between maybe 2015, yeah, between everything I learned between 2015 and today's date, May 20th, 2000, damn, everything I learned between 2015 at the start of at between the start of 2015 and May 21st, 2020, which is today's date, was all to help me heal for my greater good. The the two relationships I got into were my what's called a karmic relationship. I had two karmic relation. Car- I had two karmic relationships that were to help me heal and recognize parts of myself that I did not like or that I possessed, or probably both, in order to help me heal and help me be stronger and help me live in a life in which I approve of accordingly and live and will and will seek to live to in the ways that I see fit according to my own rules, laws, and traditions. <sighs> And I think that's the problem here that I have been trying to prevent y'all from going through prematurely if y'all are younger or if y'all are going through right now. I think that's that I'm trying to help y'all see that y'all should, did not have to end up th- this way because, you know, this is why I mentioned the plastic surgery thing and all of that because these girls, the people get fillers and Botox and Brazilian butt lifts like my mom wants to get when she's like, 667. My mom wants to get a BBL too. Which I think is a, is a problem, but you know, if I tell her that she's going to end up going off with a girl. We're not, we're not going to discuss that. Um, these girls be getting BBLs, Botox, injections, fillers in their face, if not through Instagram. You know, um, rhinoplasty, um, implants. You know, girl, the list goes on and on, girl. Fat transfers, the list goes on and on. You know. And by the time you look up, when they're older, by the time you look up, these bitches are going to be having all types of health problems as they get older, as they age. Bitch, when they get older, and if you know someone who's like that, who'll be getting all types of surgeries and all types of fucking, you know, um, Changes as they face, wear makeup that's harmful to their bodies and shit. Girl, if you are not like that, if you are, if you, if you do not possess those qualities, but you need to thank God and thank the universe, thank them, and thank you know Allah, whoever you believe in. If you're not religious, just thank yourself because with you are your higher power. If you do not believe in yourself, thank whoever. 
thank whoever you need to thank that you thank thank whoever you need to thank for the fact that you did not end up like that person. That will keep you grounded. That will keep your faith intact. That will keep you on the right road to success. And if you have not gotten to, to a success to a successful point in life, you will. You will. You will. If you're watching this video or if you're listening to this podcast or whatever I'm gonna make this, you will get there. You will get there. You will get there. It simply takes working on yourself. But when people say work on yourself, they mean work on your shadow self. Do the shadow work. Do the inner emotional work. Do the inner spiritual work. Do the cleansing. Do the inner mental work. Do the um, do the required learning. Read the required books. Um, uh, go to the required spiritual advisors and counselors that you need to, you know, um, write poetry, write in journal if you need to, you know, um, speak to people who are similar to you and going through things that are, you are also going through. This will all be essential to what you need to do in your life. If you have to, make YouTube videos, make Patreon videos, make different videos for social media about your journey and how you overcame and how, you know, you did the spiritual work to get to where you are now. And you never know who that will, who that, those videos will help in the future. You don't know, girl, but just by watching, but just by someone, just by someone watching your video and, and them feeling something, it changes their life. Because why do you think there are so many months of control on social media, on the gram, on YouTube? Etc. Etc. The fourteenth, who take the time to bash people, but which it, what they really don't know is, if they hated the person, they would not actually be commenting on the fucking video, bitch. They would actually, they would actually keep their mouth shut and not comment. And what these young girls and young boys, and I'm talking, about, I'm talking about like nine, ten, eleven, twelve, you know, thirteen year olds, don't realize. Is that these trolls are bots. They're not real people. They're not human. They are created by a website to purposefully antagonize people. And that is how, you know, see, see, just by realizing that, just by realizing that alone, that can save so many people's lives. Young boys' lives. Young girls' lives. Gay men's lives. Straight men's lives. Lesbian women's lives. And girls' lives. And, uh, and, uh, gay boys' lives. Well, or straight boys' lives. I forgot to say straight boys. But, you know. You have to realize that over time... Excuse me. You have to realize that over time, trolls will not matter. You have to realize that over time, people will see you for the queen or the king you are. People will love how unique you are. People will love you for whatever facial features you have. Eventually, you will you, that over time you will do the work you need to do to succeed in life. You know this is all a part of evolution. See, when you evolve in your mind, you also evolve in your body. You also evolve in your spirit. You also evolve in your mentality. You also evolve in your emotional state. You also evolve in your spirituality. It is all a full circle, girl. You have to just get to the three quarters of the circle in order to get to the fourth part of the circle. 
Do y'all do y'all see what words I'm giving to y'all right now? Like I'm giving y'all I'm giving y'all multiple words, but see the church can't handle me, bitch. <laughs> the church can't handle me because, girl, I give I give the girls service with every fucking video on social media I give, girl, and that's something that people don't understand. Like, no matter what people can say about me, I am a king. I am worthy of love. Like we all are worthy of love. I do deserve things that I give um, to give attention to the causes that I feel deserve to be shed light on. I have the right to write my story out on paper or wherever may I do as a way to educate people and heal people. I have the right to know that I have a spiritual gift and that I have a gift in general. Or gifts with an S, with a hard S. I have the right to know where I come from, where my family comes from, and how that has made me a person today. And who, how that has made me the person that I am today, who I am today, even in a way that is higher than my, my virtual self or my spiritual self or, my, or just me, myself, in general. And I also have a right to know what the ancestors are trying to tell me. And I have a right to know about anything I want to learn about. I have a right, I have a right to read the books I want to read. I have a right to watch the videos I want to watch. I have a right to speak about what I want to speak about. And that's not always, you know, just in many countries. But, you know, that's, that's what I want y'all to know, too. Like, y'all have a right to do the things that y'all want to do as well. And don't be afraid to speak your truth. Don't be afraid to live in your light. And don't be afraid to have others live in their light, too. So, oh, I love y'all town. This has been such an amazing video. Bye.